This is Off Air. Welcome to the Off Air podcast, a semi-weekly gathering of the morning show talent. I use that word loosely, of the Cox Media Group morning shows in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm Dan Potter, along with Rick Corey. We host the KRMG Morning News. Who else is here? Gus from the Eagle is here. Natalie Cash from K95.5 is here. And KC Loop from Mix96.5. Uh, Matt Bradley must be doing management type things, Natalie. Is that what he's up to? No, he's off this week. Oh, lucky yeah. he's managing. He's managing a, uh, a bottle of whiskey. Well, you know what? I really, I, man, I wish he was here because we've put this off for three, four weeks now. We were going to talk about listener food during this podcast. Oh, my gosh. But I, the whole point of doing that was to get Matt Bradley to tell his story about the listener that shoved food in his face one time. Oh, so my I, God. I, maybe we postpone that discussion until uh, Mr. Bradley is back and can can tell us about that. Because it, yeah, it's been in radio uh, for like 45 years. He'll have some stories. Yeah. <laughs> um, which leaves us with a big old void because I got nothing else uh, planned for this podcast. I, would, I, I hung everything on talking about food because I could do that for hours. So let's just kind of go around the horn here, starting with Rick. What's on your mind this week? Oh, you know, there's never an awful lot because it's, it's a very small and cramped space. So there's not <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you know, really have a lot of room in there for me to ruminate on many things. Um, you know what? The thing that we talked about it on the porch the other day, it's how cold it is. I don't live in Alaska. I don't live in Seattle. I didn't want to. I don't want to. It's the middle of April. Oklahoma's not supposed to have, you know, low 50s and low 40s overnight. As a dive instructor, I'm not going to be able to put people in the lake until July. Why won't it warm up? I had the same thought, and, and it, it's – I had to kind of chastise myself yesterday because here's the deal – my daughter and her husband and two of our grandkids are coming to Tulsa this weekend. First time we've had visitors in the house, especially staying overnight, you know, since this whole thing began. And it seems like even before the pandemic, every time they would come to town, um, the weather would be crappy. It would just be gray and cold. And I, I remember thinking well before the pandemic hit, boy, I wish Haley and Austin, the kids could come up here when it was nice out and just see how absolutely beautiful this time of year is in Tulsa. And so they're coming up this weekend. I started obsessively checking the long range forecast like 14 days ago, and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And now we're looking at it probably won't get above 51 and it's just going to be cloudy and windy and miserable on Saturday. But that's where the chastising part came in where I said, oh, hang on a second. You're worried about the weather? You're going to get to hold your granddaughter for the very first time. She's only six months old, and you're worried about the weather? Stop it, Dan. Just enjoy whatever time we have. And if we get stuck in the house all day, you know what? So much the better. Yeah, I still want it to be warm. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful and all, but sun. It's great about you holding your grandkid, but... Yeah. Dan's granddaughter's life. first words are going to be, what kind of weather is this crap? Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me talk to that James A. Lie guy. I didn't go to my 
Casey, do you got the crops in the ground yet? I don't. Not, not yet. It's a little too cold, a little too hard out there in Bristow Creek County. Um, it's interesting. What's on my mind lately, the good thing is I always talk about my kids. I have listeners come up and say, do you really talk about your kids a lot? Like, yeah. I'm a proud dad. But my son yesterday, um, you know, you know, uh, probably as having children, when your child surpasses you in something that you love and they're better than you, it's exciting and awesome to watch and really pisses you off at the same time. Um, my son, Jackson, my youngest, is a junior in high school. And um, he's really good at soccer. And he's been, he had a soccer game last night and stuff like that. But he's a golfer. And he kind of took up golf as his older brother played it. He, I played it. And we played together. And he always never really wanted to play more than a few holes when he was little. But since he's been in high school, he just took to it so well. Yesterday, he shot. He was uh, down at Fire Lake Casino. Fire. He wasn't at the casino, I hope. He was at the Fire Lake course for a, for a Tecumseh tournament. And he shot 75 and got mm. seventh place. Um, and he's like, oh, it should have been a 71. I'm like, dude, I've been playing golf for 40 years and I've never shot a 75. And I'm just so unbelievably proud of him. And it's just so cool. Um, so I'm excited about my kids. 75 is my putt-putt score. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> I got a 12 on the volcano and it was all downhill from there. <laughs> Who's are, are Natalie? Are you tossing your phone around or something? Sounds, we're getting a thumping sound while we do this here. No, no, I'm no? not. I'm actually being still for once. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The Adderall finally kicked in then, huh? <laughs> Casey, I will tell you, I I feel your pain, Casey. My youngest took a, the ACT as a 12 year old as part of the Duke Tips program and got a 31. When she was oh 12, and I just knew then I was only the tallest person in my house. I got a 15 on my ACT. A what? <laughs> a 15. <laughs> Should you be driving? <laughs> I did. I Don't you get 20 points for signing your name correctly? Apparently <laughs> she did Well, I, I played college basketball, right? And I had to get an 18 in order to um, get into school. And so I got a 15, 16, 17, and 18. Oh, <laughs> Not the brightest crayon in the box, but. <laughs> and that's the I backstory of how that ended up in radio. <laughs> 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 well, I, I, I don't even know what question to ask there. How, how, did, how do you score that? How is that? So Use small words, whatever that question is. Uh, someone still follows Natalie saying, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. But, you know, <laughs> so far. <laughs> I tell you what, let's talk about this for a second. Um, I miss having you guys in the same room to do this. And and while, you know, having the, the teams meeting and trying to turn that into a podcast is one way to do it. Um, man, I can't wait to have all of us back in the same room again and just really talking about the things that are on our mind. It's kind of hard to do it this way, isn't it, Gus? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a little weird. I mean, I'm definitely more used to it than, than we were about a year ago. Uh, since, yeah. you know, we spent, what, 10 months talking to everybody this way. But, um, yeah, I am 
I am actually, as of tomorrow, two weeks past my second vaccine shot. So I am planning on visiting my pops. I'm going to surprise them. Uh, it's going to be his birthday. So I'm figuring out how I'm going to get over there, um, which is weird. I spent all this time trying to keep him safe. And now I'm going to surprise an 80-year-old, which doesn't really seem like the smartest move in the world. But hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> He's going to come yeah. home and I'm going to be sitting in his living room. Hopefully that doesn't freak him out. And uh and I am looking forward to that. It is nice to start to be able to get out and not panic. I'll still be wearing my mask, but it is nice to uh, to start looking at places to go and not be like, oh, I can't do that. That is, we're getting there, and I'm excited about that at least. Now, to be clear, you're going to be clothed and not break in, right? Um, <laughs> sure, sure, that's what's happening. Like they haven't changed the locks the second I left, right? <laughs> but he knows where dad puts the key under the planner by the back door. So he should be able to. <laughs> we, we, we had a story in that morning. house anyway. I don't, know if, <laughs> I don't know if you guys had the story this morning about uh, the uh, percentage of people who have done meetings like this completely naked with their camera on. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's 1% have done a uh -huh. Zoom or Teams meeting completely naked with their camera on uh one percent have done it shirtless a <laughs> huge nine percent have done it pantless so have, this is radio you know i'm sure all of us at one point or another have been on the air in one form or another without our all of our clothes on that is false that yeah. is false no i've always had my clothes on dan Always. Always. Really? Always. Well, like, I take that back. One time during yeah, Vice's Kids, I uh, called into the KRMG morning show, and it was at 6 a.m. in the morning, and you guys were wanting an update, and I was doing my morning potty. So <laughs> That's right. I remember that. You were on the bucket. I was time. on the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we broadcast from home, the three months at the start of this, I got up every day, took a shower, and put on some clothes of some sort. They weren't always clothes I'd wear to work, but I was fully clothed and, and bathed. However, there have been times I've been on the phone doing a live report or something from a storm going on around the house where I haven't been fully clothed. Gus, pantless show ever? I'm not wearing pants now. I don't know who you think you're talking to, but... There's no reason. There's no reason. You mentioned that it's radio right off the bat. Um, yeah. And nobody comes in and sees me early on. So I am, it, I, in total honesty, it's actually, it was the same pair of jeans for the first year and a half I was here. You could you could see the exact outline of where my keys were and my wallet was. And um, But yeah, when we were doing it from home, it was sweatpants or a robe and a cat on my lap. That was pretty much every day. Oh, <laughs> I'm just glad you said keys and wallet. <laughs> <laughs> PG-13 version of Gus you're getting right now, Rick. Hey, 38 years, I've always had clothes on. I shower in a swimsuit. This body should always be covered. <laughs> Casey lives out in the country where they can run naked. Nobody will see him. That's right. We just wear overalls and a Carhartt. That's all we wear. Um, <laughs> I'm Creek first, County. When I first moved here, I did. Uh, I was doing radio in Chicago, and I was I was being satellited in from Oklahoma to Chicago every morning. I never wore more than boxer shorts, um, 
uh, you know, I would, I would get on the air at like 4.30 in the morning. So I'd, there's a lot of times when we started doing this and I would do some stuff from, uh, from home. Yeah, I would hardly ever wear clothes. I, I'm pretty proud of myself without clothes on. I look pretty damn good. <laughs> you should give Rick some notes. <laughs> Come over, Rick. We'll take our clothes off. We'll have a or not. <laughs> I do. I'm starting to look forward. Go ahead, go ahead, Casey. I just the topic um, is almost the same type of thing. We're talking about people doing interviews now over Zoom, and I've interviewed a, a few co-hosts and things like that over video. And sixty percent of the re- the reason that they don't get the job, sixty percent of those people have a messy background have a messy house, have a bad background. It looks, that's why they don't get the job. And people were calling in. One woman said she spilled her water on the keyboard and she thought she had disconnected and was tussing and doing all this. <laughs> a lot of things like that. It was really interesting. We used to get judged by our fingernails, you know, and our clothes, but now it's <laughs> our, our homes that are being taken into consideration. Yeah. Wild. Have a books, like books in the background. That's what everybody says. It makes you look really smart. Yeah, I actually almost did. screwed this one up. Just the other day, we had a meeting, and uh, I thought I had it muted. And all of a sudden, I looked, and when my fiance came in and was talking to the cat for a little bit, and I saw a look on Rick's face, and I went, "Huh, maybe I'm not muted." And then I, <laughs> and then I suddenly hit mute. Got a couple of texts saying, "Hey, we can hear you." which was nice that people know I'm just seconds away from saying something stupid. So they texted me to give me the warning. And uh, so thank you to everybody for that. That's why people listen to you, Gus. You're seconds away from saying something stupid. I mean, <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Can't argue with that, my man. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get Matt Bradley back, say something stupid for us next week. And we will talk about <laughs> listener food experiences. So y'all come with your stories. Okay. Got it. Awesome. The Off Air Podcast for Rick Corey, Casey Loop, Gus, and Natalie Cash. I'm Dan Potter. Talk to you next time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.